So, uh, welcome to episode five of the Active Inquiry podcast. This time it's very exciting because as well as uh, Alan and Gavin from Active Inquiry, we are joined by Christoph from uh, Kuringa in Berlin in Germany and Philippa from uh, GTO Lisboa in Lisbon in Portugal. So it's nice to have the, all of us here to have a bit of a chat. Um, I wonder if we could just introduce ourselves first of all. Um, so Christoph, I wonder if you could go first, just introduce yourself, just really briefly introduce yourself and, uh, and tell us a little bit about Kuringa. Yeah, I'm Christoph Leucht, I'm uh, 45 uh, from Germany. Um, I started to get to know theatre of the press in the 90s when Augusto Boal made workshops in Europe uh, and then I started to use it in workshops and also setting up a group in Berlin with refugees that time in 2000. Then I was for some years in Brazil and got to know the work there of CTO and uh, when I came back together with Barbara, Barbara Santos and uh, to Berlin, we gathered with Till Bauman and founded Kuringa in, I think it was 2011. Uh, and from that time, uh, we are uh, uh, rehearsing with community groups, with one woman group, Madalenas, and one mixed group. We also had, once upon a time, youth groups in the in Kuringa, and we are uh, part of the Together Network, where together with other groups of theatre of the oppressed in all over Europe, we developed a qualification course which now we do every year summer in Kuringa where people from all over the world come to qualify in the uh, theater of the oppressed methodology great thank you very much Christoph Philippa if you want to introduce yourself in GTO's Lisboa um, well I joined uh, GTO GTO exists since uh, 2005 it's an NGO, a non-profit organization, and it started specifically to work with community groups um, through TO methodology. It started in a specific community and then it expanded to several other communities. There were times where we had like 12 community groups and, um, well, the, the organizations in the first years um, functioned a lot around the, the, the community groups and uh, has been able to sustain itself uh, through that work, uh, through uh, international projects and local projects. So uh, for us, that's today still a challenge. I joined in 2010. I came to uh, GTO because I was working in one of the communities um, as an employment officer, uh, of, uh, tech, like a social worker, but working with uh, employment uh, issues. And then I started volunteering, helping the group from that community, which was the ARCAPA, GTO um, oldest group. And then uh, Gisela, which is the president of GTO and the person that actually did more for TO in Portugal that I know of. Um, did a lot of trainings, worked with a lot of people. And uh, Gisela asked me if I wanted to join them, specifically to help Diogo in the financial part. And then I really, I got really interested in the methodology because it had nothing to do with anything I knew. So I started learning with them. And um, I started working with community groups. And I've been here since 2010. 
And right now we still have around six community groups on a regular basis, but we have started to do a lot of work um, specifically in thematic areas, in political areas, and social intervention areas that for us makes more sense. For example, for me, it's more gender issues. So I work with a lot of girls. I look. I work with a lot of women. I've started a Madalena's because uh, I wanted to address issues that working as a joker in community groups, I never got to address them. And for example, Berlinia, which is a GTO, other uh, responsible, she started to 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 bring more focus and to intensify her work in the community that's uh, whose people descend from African countries regarding immigration issues, regarding um, uh, equal opportunity issues. There are not uh, still uh, well established and um, well, there's still a lot of things to do regarding immigration uh, rights. Okay. So we, we went we went from the community work to this broader action, I think, intervention. So, Philippa, um, you, you mentioned a word there that we're going to talk about today, and I'm just thinking for anyone who's listening to the podcast who isn't very familiar with the, the press, you mentioned the term joker, and uh-huh. uh, the joker and their role is what we're going to look at today. Um, Christoph, I wonder whether you could help us sort of define what a joker is and what the role of a joker is in theatre of the press. So, so the question is to, to me or to Philippa? To, to you, Christa. Ah, uh, Coringa means uh, joker in Portuguese, yeah? Uh, just like in Portuguese, there is two words for the meaning of joker. The one which is describing uh, the, the card, the card play, the mm-hmm. joker card, which is the, the uh, multifunctional card which can have a lot of functions, and the... Uh, the, the the meaning of the second English meaning of joker clown in, in Portuguese means another word it's a palhaço. So we are in, by calling it coringa, we are focusing on that function that there is a person in the form theater play, which is moderating the dialogue with the audience, but which is also uh, facilitating the rehearsals, which is sometimes also playing in the group, which has a lot of functions in community building and setting up the group, but also in the forum itself. So for us, uh, a joker has these functions. Great. Thank, thank you very much. I mean, um, Philippa, is there anything else that you, I mean, you want to add to how you would define uh, this kind of tricky term, maybe, of a joker in TO? Um, when I was uh, thinking about the questions, came to me this uh, a lot of words so I'll just say it then mm-hmm. just say it it it, 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 it does not um, a lot of them are um, complementing what Christoph just said mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a person who is a mediate mediator a diplomat a provocateur a disconstruct a disconstructor mm-hmm. a person that disconstructs can we say it like that deconstruct yeah. Yeah. stereotype um, that uh, tries to bring different views to one issue, this question, supports people because sometimes people uh, people in the group want to fight each other, they want to leave, they want to commit suicide, they want to kill someone. And uh, so we do that as well. We, work, we act like psychologists, social worker, 
and uh, sometimes dictator as well. <laughs> and uh, basically, it's like a silent leader, which is the, our main function is to lead to a certain point. We are open to all our leadership issues, but in the end, what we really want is that all the people that are in the group become leaders themselves. So, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, okay. That's, so I think yeah. we're already pulling. Can I, can I add another wow? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> add another wow. <laughs> uh, suicide preventer, that's a, that's, a, that's a responsible task, yeah? Yeah, that's one I haven't heard of before either. Um, yeah. there, was, there, was, there was two things that, that came to mind when you were saying that, Philippa, for me, was um, the word mediator. When I hear the word mediator, I think of someone who's quite neutral, who's sort of supporting negotiations, um, trying to resolve from a sort of neutral standpoint. And then you use the word dictator or leader. <laughs> and I wondered about, I wondered about this, this idea of the Joker, um, whether they're sort of a neutral character or um, whether they sort of have power over um, of where, we, where we take the situation. I wonder if anyone could speak to that. I mean, I'm happy to maybe speak to that, speak about that first of all, because um, I think there has always been a bit of debate about the neutrality of the the Joker, but that that links with you know uh, the de- well, not the debate, but the talk about you know whether doing theatre of the oppressed is a neutral thing, and it's not. To do theatre of the oppressed, you take a a particular political position, and therefore to be a Joker, you are helping supporting those that are oppressed and fighting oppression. So that you're obviously being, by being part of that, you're taking a particular position. But then I do think it's quite tricky when you're in a, in a space, if, if we're talking about a, a joker, uh, jokering a piece of uh, forum theatre, uh, for example, then it's really interesting. Are you completely neutral in that space? Would you allow anything to happen on stage? Or, or would you not? And, and I think you do have a huge amount of power as a joker. And I think it's very, it's very hard to be completely neutral in that context because you will often have been working with that group, you've been working on the issues, you know those issues really well. Um, and but, so I don't think you are neutral. And the question for me is, well, should you, should you allow anything to be able to happen on stage? Is that, is that something you should be doing? Um, Christoph, do you want to say anything else about that yeah, I think there is a, a, a yes and a no. On how, how that depends a bit how we define neutrality. Yeah? Mm. Uh, let's start with the no. There, of course, as you say, I agree that the Joker is not neutral in the sense of the group has an issue, the group has a clear question, more or less clear question. Yeah, how to uh, understand and change something in their environment, in their social environment, how to overcome oppression. And with this, with this issue, they come in front of an audience usually in front of an audience which is considered allies, yeah, at least. If it's not the people from the same group, at least allies. And together with those allies, so it's not it's, it's a kind of pre, what people call, it's not preaching to the converted, but it's discussing with the converted. Yes. It's not like not like uh, looking for new people, uh, uh, converting them or something like that. It's, it's a discussion amongst the converted about how to change how to overcome impression, yeah? how to understand and to overcome impression. And therefore, the, the, the Kuringa is not neutral, but has a very clear issue to facilitate this dialogue. And I think in this sense, the power of the Joker is more the power of the audience. And the task is to, to, to motivate the audience to take this power, to take this space and to get into discussion and to 
make a common conscientization process. Uh, but there is, of course, uh, a yes. Yeah, uh, when we when we consider neutrality as uh, the, uh, a, a non-predefining of solutions of or of moral, or if you can't do that, yeah. very significant significant for that. For instance, is the the debate on violence on stage. Can mm-hmm. foreign theater plays have violence? Can the uh, Kuringa allow an intervention which is based on violence? Uh, which is, uh, from my point of view, there, there has no moral uh, prohibition. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is no moral prohibition to you to try to use uh, to to solve a problem or to overcome any oppression. But violence, it's it's a bit technically a bit difficult to put that on stage. Yeah, to play it. So there is there are several approaches. Some some colleagues can make it in the slow motion way, or some others say, but let's focus on non-violent solutions because violent ones we, we already know, something like that. But there is a neutrality in letting the audience explore different approaches and not judging them. Yeah, But uh, having the audience itself, uh, the, the heterogeneous audience, uh, commenting on the proposals and getting into a discussion, and th- th- that's a sort of neutrality, I think. Okay, thank you. Philip, is there anything you want to add to that about the neutrality of the Joker? Um, well, we, um, we actually discussed this a lot in the groups, specifically on how we pose the question and where, and where you let uh, people intervene. In the, I think, in a way, you, you grow up. You grow up in a in a foreign theater play, and you grow up in a question that you want to ask, and you you make her you make the question more and more uh, specific. But I think we always have an agenda in a way. I, I mean, there's always something we want to say to the audience. This is an issue we want to discuss, and this is our perspective on that issue. Mm-hmm. So that is not neutral. But then, obviously, we want people that either don't agree with us or never seen the issue being discussed like that. We want them, either way, to start seeing it the way we do, because for us it's uh, relevant and social uh, important, or to bring us to another perspective, maybe, to give us something that we had never seen. Mm -hmm. But in the end, I think we really, really want our agenda. Yes? We really want our agenda to come through. We want that our question that aims, in the end, uh, the fight of the oppressed person, we really want that to come through. And we are neutral because we are open to discussion, we are open to all the perspective. But in the end, we really want um, people to, to, to be on our side, in a way. I think. I think that's... And, and I think that's the difficult thing about being joker. Sometimes... You really try to be neutral, but sometimes it's sometimes you get upset with the audience, especially if they're not not going uh, your way. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and so uh, that's kind of um, brings me on to wanting to talk about something which I'm I'm not sure I've seen talked about a lot uh, in TO, and that that is about not not necessarily the neutrality of the Joker, but the the power that the Joker has in a in in the space, you know, and you've kind of started touching on it there. How difficult it is, maybe, to 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 let go and let anything happen, um, because you in some sometimes you want things to go in a, in a in a certain way, maybe, you know, because I think if we're thinking about when when we're doing um, a piece of foreign theatre, for example, then we're for me we're always looking at 
at power structures and how how power exists and how uh, power can support oppressors or antagonists against our our protagonist that is struggling against that and also showing how that particular way of, of power operating is is unjust but we're doing that within a within a kind of context where there is one person in 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 the theater who has a huge amount of power they they do get to decide when things start when things ends who comes up on stage, when, how long they stay up on stage, the rhythm of the interventions. And I'm just wondering, uh, <clears throat> and, 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 you know, uh, I do also think there's a, there is a, a bit of choice there, even if we don't realise we make it as jokers, there is often a bit of choice about who comes up on stage and what, what uh, avenues of discussion we let, let go towards actions that can come up on stage. So I'm, I'm kind of saying a lot of stuff here, but I'm just wondering if um, if that kind of idea of, of of if there's any comments you have about the the power that the that the Joker has in the space and whether um, that needs challenged a little bit more in developing uh, theatre of the oppressed further. Uh, sorry, I'm talking a lot. Um, does anybody want to go first on that? Christoph, have you got anything you'd yeah. like to say? Philippa, now you start. I start the problem. Okay, okay, Philippa, sorry. <laughs> Um, I think, in a way, we are subjected to a lot of conditionings. We're subjected to the time we have, we're subjected to the audience we have, uh, the knowledge or the level of discussion that that, that audience has about the issue. We are, subject, we are conditioned to the experience our actors and our group has. So there's a lot of factors that come into um, what is the outcome that we're going to get. But regarding to how we choose the intervention, yes, that I have to agree with you. There might be, if a lot of people want to say something, and if a lot of people want to try something, you usually, if you have the opportunity, which is great to have that opportunity, you choose the one you are most interested in, um, in uh, exploring or investigating. That is the perfect scenario when you have a lot of options, and in that way, I think we have um, we have that power, and also the actors and the actresses that, if if they are in line with the Joker, which usually they are, I think that they also have that power when that person comes on stage and tries that option. Uh, but you can have other situations where people don't relate, where people don't see the same problem, when they keep fighting against uh, the issue or the question that you bring. And then in that sense, your power lies in obviously stopping when you feel um, you should stop. But then the person already had the, that, their, their intervention done, so you cannot uh, intervene in that. You can intervene afterwards, but sometimes it might come as um, how you say you putting like uh, you you're trying to remediate the situation because you didn't like the intervention or because it went the other way or because it brought something that you're not prepared. So we Philippa, can you hear me? I'm just going to have to stop there because uh, I can't hear you very well. Christoph, can you speak just to make okay. sure that it's just on Philippa's channel? Or? 
yes, I, uh, I also had some audio problems, but now I'm back. Um, I, you know, I think, again, it's about the word power. Because, um, uh, first of all, the, the, the Kuringa doesn't have power itself or herself or himself. The power has to be constructed. You know, the, the attention the audience gives the following the, the moderation the, the, the Kuringa is facilitating depends on constructing this power, and not just in the very moment of the forum, but starting with uh, producing a play with the group where, there's, where the question is quite clear and quite evident. So if the group doesn't succeed to make an evident question, uh, also a, a relevant question for the audience, there is, there is very, very, very few power to, to have a dialogue with the audience. And then we have uh, the warming up in forum theater as a very important methodological step to create the confidence uh, of the audience with the Kuringa. So that's a, a moment where the Kuringa is what you call constructing his or her power which then is the ability to lead the, or to moderate the session of interventions. Uh, so there is no natural power. This power has to be constructed. And the second thing is, I mean, power for us in Forum Theatre is not something it has it dep depends on the interest. Power itself is not something bad. What we are questioning is that people are using their power uh, to, to, to follow egoist uh, individual interests which are they, they are benefit, benefiting with, uh, from on the costs of the community or on the costs of uh, other people in what we think is very much injustice. So what the whole aim which we have is to regain power, to rebalance power. So for us in, in, in Forum Theatre, power is a very important tool, it's a very important thing to construct and to use in order to achieve justice. It's, it's, uh, so, so there is no, the, the, the power the Kuringa has to facilitate the sessions of interventions is a very important necessity, a very important tool. Actually, it's a responsibility uh, to moderate a session which is uh, creating understanding of the conflict and possible alternatives of a collective or individual behavior. Philippa, can we just check that we've got you back after the audio troubles? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm here. Great. Can you hear me? We can yes. hear you perfectly. Yes. So, um, we're we're talking about sort of the role of the Joker, but it's it's interesting that you know when I've seen lots of different people take that role, um, that there are lots of different styles, there are lots of different ways people do it, and different ways that people sort of interpret the rules of the game, different things that that Jokers will um will explore when they're on the stage. I wondered whether we could dig in a little bit about sort of um our different styles of jokering. And I'll maybe start with Gavin, who's sitting here, and maybe talk about some of the things that have influenced your style of jokering, maybe some of the challenges that have come up when you've been jokering for and and, and how that's influenced your particular yeah. brand of jokering. I mean, I, I, was, I was thinking about this today, and, and we don't have long. We could talk about style, but also I was thinking about how, how um, our own jokering might have changed over the years that we've been that we've been doing it. So I was thinking about a couple of things today that for me that I think have changed. One is, um, I suppose I would call it the trust that I have in an audience, and um, so I suppose that's just from doing it for a long time and having more trust in the techniques uh, and the, and the play and the question. And um, seeing an audience uh, being able to come up on stage. So I feel like uh, when I first started jokering, I was 
I, I would get right down into the audience a lot more and, and almost hold people's hands to help them up on stage. And I was really kind of nervous that people wouldn't get up and do things. And now I suppose I'm much more, um, I'm, I'm quite amazed at how quickly people want to get up on stage, you know, particularly after the first intervention. So I feel like my, I, I have a lot more trust in an audience and trust that they want to, want to be there, want to do this. So that's certainly one thing that's, that's changed for, for me. And the other thing that I think has changed for me is, um, I was having a think about this today, and I'm thinking recent shows that I've jokered, um, I've probably had slightly less interventions from the audience and a bit more and been braver to encourage a bit more discussion and debate. Now, of course, you've got to be a bit careful. We don't go too far one way and it just becomes about talking. But I think that there's also a danger of uh, the idea that more the more interventions, the better. We should have lots of interventions. But actually, if they're not followed by debate and the right questions that you can then ask after that debate... Um, then actually we're probably not learning as much as we could be in the space. So I'm probably going slightly less interventions now than I used to do and trying to work on the questions that I ask um, after each of those interventions to encourage debate. Um, so there are a couple of things I was thinking about. Um, Christoph, do you want to go next? Uh, anything you yeah, want to talk yeah. about? I, w I would very much agree to that. That's something which I am also observe, uh, observing on myself and also uh, uh, here in Coringa that we, over the last years, uh, started to revalorize uh, the, the talking. Um, and uh, sometimes even before the interventions, because also I think we got more, in the last years, we understood the aim of conscientization. Yeah? In, in Theatre of the Press, we call it even assese, yeah? Yeah. the lifting up of the conscious of the audience together with the group. Uh, it got a bigger value for us. It's not just about looking for alternatives. It's so important to understand the complex background of oppressions nowadays that and that that very often also is part of a bit talking with the audience so that i think this this move is something which i completely can agree and, and, and i see on myself also and uh, the other thing is for me i mean there's a question of, of styles and content not just in jokering it's a general debate and forum theater uh, if there how much how how uh, broad how broad is the space for different styles yeah and uh, for me, the important thing here is to is not just so much to look on the method, but to look on the aim. So what what would what 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 I want to say is that uh, the more I can agree with the aim of the group and the aim of the joker to to increase the consciousness and to find alternatives and to have a relevant issue with the group which they really want to solve. Yeah, to, uh, so to say that that, that that they make a communitarian approach and a political approach from theater the more I'm open also, let's say, to accept or to understand different styles, either in playing or also in jokering. Yeah. But sometimes when I start to doubt the, 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 the approach yeah, of the group, if I can't see the, 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 the justice aim or the, the community approach or the political approach, uh, then there is very, very little debate for me on, on styles. And then sometimes I think that the style debate is, is uh, maybe hiddenly or openly justifying uh, uh, actually a debate which would be necessary to, to have about aims and to have about strategies. Great. Thank you very much, Christoph. Uh, Philippa, anything you'd like to add to that? Uh, well, I, I really I agree with, uh, with what you both said. I think, um, I think it really, for me, 
I, well, I've changed a lot too. I've, I've gained that trust. I think that now I'm much more relaxed on stage. I'm um, also more available to discuss um, issues that uh, probably in the, in, the, in, the, in the beginning I had this very structured way I wanted to do the jokering, so I would not accept uh, any detours. I was very... So now I'm, I'm more, more available... And um, I'm also, um, I really think it's very important to establish that trust in the beginning with the, the warm-up, with the audience. And um, something happened to me recently. I was jokering a, a new play and about an issue that for me was very, very, very new. And I was really, really afraid of the audience because the audience was an LGBT community and they were very much politicized, very activist in that, in that issue. And I was very afraid that I was not prepared, uh, that I couldn't do the Ashesi process from the, 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 the little situation we were presenting until the macro situation because we didn't have a lot of time to prepare. So I was really, really, really afraid uh, because I didn't want to look, uh, well, stupid, and I didn't want to look my, my group stupid, and I didn't want the audience to think that it had nothing to, to learn or nothing to, to gain from being in that dialogue with us. And in that... Uh, day I got the notion that if we are really really available and for people to question what we are doing and what we are asking there's always a lot of things that we can learn from each other and that we can bring home to the group and that the audience also takes home because the, the theater language and the way we present it is always very special in a way so um, I think letting go and accept your 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 intentions in a way that you are there because you really really want a social transformation on that issue and if the audience sees that i think you can actually relax and right. well that's basically what i've learned okay thank you very much and uh, alan would there anything you want to add to, there, add to there, that? no for me there's not much that hasn't been said i mean that idea of sort of you know, I feel like when I first started jokering, it was much more about doing a performance than actually sort of engaging with the discussion in some ways. And I think that, yeah, learning to trust the audience and understanding the aim um, for why you're there and uh, what you're trying to achieve. Um, and yeah, relaxing into that a bit. I liked what Philip said about, um, I was very structured as well, certain ways of doing things, sort of adhering to the rules as, as I saw them. Mm. And since I last Joker, it's been about 18 months since I last Joker, I've seen quite a number of people who don't follow the same structure I did. And it's been interesting to sort of think about how I could change that up because when we're trying to sort of t discuss that question, explore that question, um, achieve that aim, actually, you don't need to be structured to do that. You can sort of bend the rules a little bit. So I'm, I'm quite, yeah, I think when I go back to it, I might take quite a few different things, but I'm not quite there yet, because it's been a while. <laughs> Great. Okay. Thank you very much, everyone. We should probably um, bring this to a, to a bit of a close now. Um, so, um, uh, Philippa, if, if people listening want to find out a little bit more about uh, GTO Lisboa, what, what's your web address? Where can they go to find out more information? Uh, well, www.gtolx.org. And we also have a YouTube channel, 
that's GTOLX with no spaces, where there's a lot of videos there about the work we do. And, or you can send us an email that's also in our website. Brilliant. Thank you. And uh, Christoph, people want to find out a bit more about Kuringa. Where can they go to find out more? It's kuringa.org, our website, and we have some videos on the website uh, and also information about our qualification program if somebody is interested. Great. So we'll pop um, we'll pop all those addresses and everything into the show notes of the show. So if people want to go to that, they can just click on it directly. Um, for everyone listening, thank you very much. And thank you both for giving up your time today. I know it's very precious, so I appreciate it. Um, remember, you can review, rate, subscribe on iTunes to the podcast. This has been the Active Inquiry Podcast. Thank you very much.